The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. Turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. Turning our attention now to matters on the forum, a lot has been done to protect the rights of women and uh, to give girl children especially a voice. Now, women are taking up leadership roles. They're involved in academia and careers that were at some point uh, male-dominated and others still continue to be. We are aware of that. And uh, they've uh, now gone out into the workplace in full force and uh, this has been embraced. And according to human rights activists, uh, the progress is impressive but they also caution that this should not be at the expense of our children and the boy child in particular on the forum at eight this morning we look at whether we have perhaps you know just slacked off in terms of how we parent when it comes to our boy children. When it comes to girls, uh, we tend to be a lot more protective. Uh, We tend to pay uh, perhaps slightly more attention to what it is that they do, where they are at any given point in time. But do we do the same when it comes to our boys? And uh, earlier in this week, you may remember, or if you've missed it, we spoke to Nick Nzama, whose teenage son has been um, accused of murdering a 67-year-old woman with whom he allegedly had an affair. So let's just listen to that again. I've spoken to him, um, and uh, um, at the moment he's pleading guilty. He's confessed. He's the one who confessed to the police and went and showed the police where the body was. I've spoken to him briefly for literally about three minutes, um, uh, um, and basically those are the details he's told me. And look, at the moment, Sakina, yes, I'm in pain, but at the, at the same time because of my son, but I cannot condone his actions for no reason so whatsoever. In a country that is ravaged by violence and women abuse, at the moment, you know, we cannot uh, condone my son's actions, you know, at all. Um, so I, I want the law to take its course. Um, 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 he must pay for the crime that he's done. But at the same time, we need to look at um, our young boys. Um, how are we looking after our young boys? I mean, we are very strict. I mean, if I, I was just thinking yesterday, had it been my daughter visiting a, female, a male teacher, I would the alarm bells would have already rung. But because it was a boy, I took it for granted that, you know what, it's just an innocent relationship. How many times are we placing our boys in these situations and we're actually not even aware that what is going on and we take it for granted that oh, no boys can take care of themselves. When it's girls, you know, we're very strict and we, 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 we make sure that the girls are indoors, they don't visit, they don't do this, they don't do that, you know, because we cannot carry on looking at the um, crimes and not looking at the root causes of the crimes. You know, and as a father, I'm challenged at the moment that um, my son, you know, did I do enough to, to teach him the right things? Did I look after him enough? You know, that did I protect him enough? Because I, you, you just do not imagine something like this happening as a parent to you. You just don't see something like this coming until it hits you. You know, you look at crime, you look at these stories coming out, and you just think it would never happen to me. And when it happens as a parent, you know, you, I've got, there's an innocent family now who's lost their, their mother because either way, the family, whether the woman is guilty of what she's accused of or not, but they did not deserve to lose their mother at the end of the day. 
And those were the sentiments of uh, Nick and Zama. We spoke to him on Monday. And um, just as an aside on that story, an update, in fact, um, I spoke to Nick again yesterday. His son is now out on bail. Uh, but, of course, his sentiments remain around what has happened and the law taking its cause. And uh, so this morning, you know, uh, uh, spurred on by that the words, the sentiments from that father and a few others who have written into the show, we decided that we will dedicate some time to talk about how we raise our boys. And joining me in studio uh, is Mukhale Mashiapata, who's program manager for Brothers for Life. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for having me and good morning to you and your listeners. So, um, Mohale, even before we start our conversation, um, we also just want to play a little clip of voices, sentiments, uh, which Mohale will then give context to. Brothers for life. Mukhali, thanks for coming in this morning. So let's start right there, giving context, you know, um, to what we just heard. So basically, here's a scenario where young boys are exposed to violence. And, uh, they in the home. In the home, in the community. And they think it's, it's cool. Uh, as you can hear, the two young boys are talking about a staring, you know, in uh, lexicon, you know, uh, community language, you, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the townships. A staring is like a boss, you know, you, you, you are the, you are the passive. The main you actor. Know, you're the main actor. Uh, and, 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 you know, this one is illustrating how he lives with a staring who every day comes home, uh, beats the mother, and he's exposed to it uh, every day. And, you know, and then the other one is asking, so who's the staring? And he says, uh, it's actually my father. And, you know, to the surprise of the other one, you know, and then he concludes by saying, you know, my mother doesn't stand any chance. So this is, re- you know, the real problem. This is what we're sitting with in terms of what young men and boys are, are exposed to. And, and, and I think for me, that's really the, the, the starting point in terms of, you know, looking at what it is that young men and boys are exposed to 
and what is it that we ought to be doing in order to make sure that uh, you know the, the, the situation is uh, completely different mm. and, and and that's in a situation where there is a father or a father figure in the home the other reality a very stark one in the south african context is that in many instances there is no father figure well i mean i think <laughs> journey to adulthood is not an easy one uh, and you know given those uh, uh, circumstances and realities uh, I- indeed it really just shows you how vicious a cycle you know the vicious the cycle is uh, and and which is why i think the more holistic way of looking at it and uh, you know, thinking about solutions around it is first at an individual level, you know, at a family level, and and you know, thirdly at at a community level, you, you know, moving um, you know beyond uh, just you know the family setting, but but thinking about how a whole society approach, you know, can can be adopted in order to deal with this, because if you've got you know a small pocket of uh, right. Uh, you know, and a huge pocket of uh, wrong. You know, then the, the wrong will always counter the the, the right that that's that's you know that's uh, that's prevailing at at that particular point in time. So, I really think that uh, you, you know we, we we need to find a whole society approach in, in terms of you know the norms and the behaviors that we know are negative towards uh, bringing up uh, young boys and, and, and uh, you know, boys and young men. Mukhale, have we neglected our boys and young men? Well, look, let me start by saying that, you know, for us to have a meaningful, healthy society, uh, and, you know, as you were opening, you were giving a preamble around lots and lots of efforts around... Um, you know, supporting and, and you know promoting equality for women and you know uh, and young girls. I, I think it is important to mention that in order to achieve you, you know meaningful uh, results out of that, men must be involved uh, as part of the solution. Uh, so you know maybe to some extent uh, you know we might not have really been pro- prominent in, in ensuring that. Uh, you know, uh, boys and young men are also uh, uh, put to the front, but but there are you know all kinds of other efforts uh, to ensuring that you know also uh, you know young men and boys are inspired. Uh, you know, young uh, parents who are male are also inspired. You know, to be agents of positive change within their families, their communities, and you know, actively playing a role uh, as, as as parents. But then again, you know. On the other hand, is you know, do they have uh, positive role models? You know, mm. uh, you know, mm. are there people there positively and actively, you know, playing out what it is to be uh, an active uh, parent, um, etc. Et so, you know, and and I think you know, having said that, I also believe that there's still a lot more that needs to be done to to ensure that you know, we, we have a completely different uh, society going forward. I mean, we know the, the, the sort of problems that are facing young, 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 young men and boys, you know, uh, you know criminality, uh, drugs, uh, alcohol, and uh, violence. You know, there's, there's many more. And, and um, so, you know, those are, are really sobering, um, you know, problems that uh, really require our, our attention and, and really urgently.
Mm. I was uh, actually uh, intrigued this morning when we announced, you know, the subject we'll be discussing now on the forum at eight. And uh, some of the messages that came through, Lizzie says, the fact is single mothers prevent responsible fathers access to their boy children. Hence this neglect. The laws must be tightened to help the dads. Well, I, I mean, I'm really not so sure about the laws. I, I, I think um, I, I wrote an article, um, you know, some, some time ago. I don't, I don't remember when. You know, f- fathers can do more to promote women's uh, rights. Uh, and, and I think in, 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 in the article, one of the things that I, I highlighted was that fatherhood involves more than giving gifts and providing the tenderest brand of clothing currently on the market. And, mm. and, and sometimes, you know, when... When this whole thing is reduced to that, then it, it becomes very, you know, difficult to deal with, uh, you know, the same way that, you know, when we start talking about the law. And of course, I mean, if there's truancy, uh, you, you know, there's, there's recourse. Uh, and, and by that, I mean, if there's truancy on the part of a person who's supposed to be uh, taking an active role and, you know, really providing uh, meaningfully, th- th- there's recourse. And, and, and I agree, you know, that... that uh, should probably be, be be the route, and but then again, you know, there's there, there has to be you know some some balance around that. There's also anecdotal evidence, uh, you, you know, that points to the outcry of lots and lots of men who are saying, you know, we are not uh, being you know um, allowed to actively uh, p- participate, you mm. know, or, or, but, or but, contribute. But what anything. does that mean? I mean, uh, when we talk about being allowed. So you go and uh, for whatever reason you and uh, the child's mother are no longer together. And let's say because I think um, many of us have seen this, have experienced this there are women who would prevent um, the father from you know, having access to his child. But in that case, if you are really so hell-bent on being a part of your child's life, you will do what you need to do. You will approach the courts. You will find a way, um, you know, for you to have some sort of um, part in your child's life. It can't be that you simply take the mother saying, I don't want to see you, leave us alone, and that's that. And then you go outside, stand on a mountain and complain. Absolutely. That's not on. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with you. And, and I mean, like, like I said, I mean, there's recourse on, on both sides, uh, you, you know, and I think... You know, the, the point I was really trying to make was, uh, you know, thinking, you know, broadly about about the issue. Because at the end of the day, um, we, we want, um, you know, positive uh, results out of whatever, uh, you know, issue we are trying to, 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 to resolve. And, and in most cases, it should mean the best interest of the child. Which inadvertently would, you know, and you know, secure our future. Because if we are saying that, you know, children, young, pe- young, young people are the future, you know, that means we, we, we're securing our future, and that's, you know, really uh, cutting the vicious cycle. And I mean, uh, on the other hand, it's the mothers. And when you are preventing this child's father from having access to him, what are you hoping is going to happen? And uh, I'd love to hear your views. Have we neglected um, raising our boy children uh, as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, meticulously almost as we do with our girl children? You know, with them, we tend to be a lot more strict uh, 
But what about the boys? Why is it that we feel that they need less of our supervision and, and that we could just leave them to their own devices and they will grow up, you know, all uh, healthy and well-adjusted? Why do we think that? Yes, with girls, we tend to be more strict, but why aren't we that strict with our boys? What is it in our socialization that we think that this is okay? And uh, quite a few uh, sayings come to mind, you know, uh, boys will be boys, tigers don't cry. And and, and some of us feel that uh, perhaps our boys do need some street smarts and therefore we would let them go out into the world uh, to hopefully gain some street cred while they at it. But let's hear from you. What are your views on all of this? Uh, Lazwana in East London, good morning. Hello, Zwana. Okay, Zwana, while you switch off your phone, I'm going to take Peter in Durban and come back to you. Good morning, Peter. Morning, Sakina. Um, interesting topic. Um, I'm an attorney by trade, but I also teach high school kids in a parish scenario, um, <clears throat> my local church. I'm not sure I agree that girls are treated with more kid gloves than boys. Um, I think the problem, actually, is that parenting has become problematic as a whole. I mean, discipline standards are not the same. And my experience is that uh, parents are outsourcing their children to schools and to churches and saying, you bring them up. Um, I've had lots of stories. I can tell you stories of headmasters who've told me that parents are asking uh, the headmaster to discipline children in the weekend when they're at home. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's not on. And uh, so I, I don't know if it's just boys. I, I think it's girls too, and I think it's a question of responsibility of parenting. If you are a parent, you have to accept that you've got these major responsibilities and you cannot expect other people to do it. I think the single parent home thing is a big issue, no doubt about it, and I think boys are affected by that. But again, I'm just saying, I think that overall there's a problem of discipline and parenting and parents taking real responsibility for their children. Mm, valid point there, uh, Peter. Thanks for raising that and um, not disagree with that. Uh, not at all. Zwana in East London, uh, see if you've switched yes. off the radio now. Morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Sorry about Elia. Welcome, Zwana. Thank you so much and uh, good morning to your guest. All right, my like, quick uh, question really to the guest is that I completely agree and with the concept of Brothers for Life and, and what is being raised right now. And I agree fully with the issue that uh, in terms of parenting, uh, especially uh, there's more attention to the girls than there's attention to the boys. And you will often hear that uh, when it comes to umchat or marriage, Abazai, they will always encourage Amandona to take care of themselves that one day they're going to get married, they must not uh, be pregnant at the young ages. Uh, we don't balance that with the same approach and attention uh, to the boys that prepare yourself. One day you'll marry a girl that is also encouraged. Zwana, my man, you have touched on something that is very close to my heart. Because you see right there, and then we wonder when, you know, our marriages are in trouble all over the show, you know, and and women complain about men with philandering ways we never yes. set those yes. boundaries with our boy children. We let them believe it's okay to go out yes. and do whatever you wish. I, I mean, 
Thank you so much, uh, 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 Madam. And also, my my last point on that one. I mean, even Chimamanda Adijengo raised that in one of her speeches, quoted by Beyonce as well. This point that why you always conscientize the young women to take care of themselves for umtato and not the boys. We need to balance the scale. My last point, really. I don't know for the team of Brothers for Life what really. He, they use to inform their concept. I, maybe it could be because of gender-based violence, first and foremost. Secondly, the, the level of parenting. What other forms of, uh, of where they really draw their, their, their approaches from uh, in terms of or how do they go, what must they focus into? Because I strongly believe that if we're saying that the gender-based violence is abandabandaba violent, Mm. What is happening really with male species? What else is there besides these two I've just mentioned? So that you can strongly go where the problem is at if really bad dialogue is more violent than the other gender. I'm not quite clear uh, about that. Thank you, Zwana. Because I think... Zwana and Peter both raising some critical, critical issues. And I'm actually, you know, starting to get even more excited about the fact that we are having this conversation this morning because it is of critical importance to our society. If perhaps you are struggling, because sometimes we don't admit that we are struggling with certain things, feel free to call. Um, there might just be an answer there for you because um, I'm reminded of um, a friend who told me that, you know, her son called her. She's a, a divorced parent and her son called. The dad is absent, totally absent. And um, her son called and said, there's something going on with his body. And so she says to me, my friend, what am I going to say to this child? You know, because this is where his father is supposed to step in. I'm not a man. I don't know what is happening with his body. And then she relates to me a previous incident um, where I think the uh, Adam's apple was developing and the child was saying that he had some pain and discomfort in his throat and they didn't know what was happening. And only after the fact, oh, mom, this is what was happening. You see, innocent things like that, but goes to show with the best of intentions as women, we still need men to raise these children, um, you know, in a balanced and uh, holistic way. We are following on from a conversation earlier on in the week with a parent um, whose son has been accused of murder. Uh, The boy has admitted to it. A teenage boy uh, who allegedly was involved with a 67-year-old woman and uh, it resulted, unfortunately, in the murder of the woman. And the father, Nick Nzama, was telling us, you know, um, part of his um, regrets was perhaps, you know, not being as present, as strict in his son's upbringing as he is with his daughters. Uh, but then so many of us are guilty of exactly that. Uh, Sipo Jatka says, sometimes women are the reason for single parenting, pride and selfishness. You see, Sipo, it can't be because we need to understand as parents, it, it takes two parents to have Absolutely. a child. And you can't just blame the mother 
for your absence from your child's life because it is also your pride that gets in the way from you actually going to the nth degree in making sure that you have access to your child. And I think what parents need to understand from both sides is that it's not about you. It's about the child. But we have a few more calls and then I'll give you a chance to respond to all of it, Mukhale. Uh, please make some notes. Kalala is in Cape Town. Good morning. Good morning, SK. Thanks uh, for for coming back to me. You know, SK, what made me to call is the last word you said before the news started. If I was next to you, I was going to give you a big kiss. You said, we need these men to raise these children. Yeah. That, if every woman can think that way, SK will never have a problem in this world. Firstly, I'm going to tell you one thing. By nature, I don't know if I'm wrong, by nature, women tend to say, I'll tell your dad, your dad will come. That brings me back to your word again to say we need this man to raise his children. So both parents are to be blamed when things go wrong. Oh, absolutely. But then, but then we must not promote divorce. We must not promote this thing of making kids and then going there and government must support. Because if this woman, there's no government supporting their children, I think they will make their best to make things work between men and women. Why are you putting it on do. women? Why are you, why are you putting no. it on women? Why yes, Men going, have equal me responsibility in not you know, having children why. that they won't be there to raise. Okay, let, let me say why. Most of these women are not being forced to make these children. You must be mature enough and strong enough to say no to some nonsense. No, no, yes no, 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 Kalala. So, so, so who okay. is forcing this man to make the child? Is he not part yeah. and parcel of this deal here? Then, then, then now you are remaining with the child. It's becoming a problem in the whole country. It's becoming the problem of everyone now. Yeah, including, including, the including the father. Including the father. That's what I say, including the father. So it takes two to do that nonsense. Then I think between the two of them, everyone must be responsible. But don't remember there is dodgy men. Men who just there to mess people's lives. Mm-hmm. And the men I'm telling you that now. So okay. That's why women must be smart enough not to allow such nonsense happening to her. Because now, he has to make a child. This man is running away. You can't find him anymore. Who's going through that alone? Yeah. Okay. Got you there, Kalala. And uh, Professor OJ in Mahikeng, what's your take on this? Good morning, Sakina. How are you this morning? Well, thanks. And you? I'm saved by the blood of God, Jesus Christ. In 1991, I was shot at by an 18-year-old boy. I nearly died. And then uh, after that, I, I, I took time to try and investigate the, as to how that boy grew. And when I got to that family, I, 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 I got it that uh, the father and the mother uh, were not with the life of the boy from the age of three, and this boy started uh, doing these things from the age of 11. At the age of 18, he had a gun in his hand, and he shot me three times. And that experience really opened my eyes, and I said, what could this be? And thereafter, I started saying to families, look, take your children, make them your friends, mother and ma- and father, and involve them in the affairs of the family to train them on the question of responsibility and accountability. Don't expect your child to be to be educated on accountability and responsibility by his or her peers in the streets. Let that happen in the home. Turn your home into a Bible school for your children. Turn your home 
into a home of morality, a school of morality for your charity begins at home. So unfortunately, Sakina, most parents are ignoring this type of responsibility. They think children uh, will grow themselves automatically. No, not at all. Involve them. Let them know how finances in the home are run. Let them know how many uh, cattle you have. Let them know everything about, about uh, the, the administration of the home to train them so that they are, they are responsible, responsible and they become uh, better parents. I'm saying to fathers, the Bible in the book of First Timothy chapter 2, uh, verse 8 says, let the men pray with their righteous hands up over the nation. So being a model, being an example, uh, leading by example, is a better educator than having a stick in your hands trying to discipline your boy children. Mm, thank you so much, uh, Prof. OJ. Siabonga in Durban. Hi, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you? Very well, thanks. Uh, Sakina, just to be quick, mine will be somewhat different. Uh, I want to look at society in general as a whole. Uh, my take is that I, I think that male or the main species are generally neglected. I'll tell you why. Because we look at on paper, the equality, but when it comes to the actual implementation, I don't think there is equity. Because there are buffers in the legal system, and the buffers would be the implementers of the law, which are policemen. How many cases do you know of? Perhaps it would be interesting to undertake a study on this. How many gender-based cases do you know of that are from the male species compared to that of the female species? I know right now we are discussing how to raise men or young boys, and I want to look at how these men or young boys are going to be introduced into a society that has some inequality, as it is already. I know that some of the inequalities now that we see or experience are brought about, the challenges that we experienced in the past, and you're trying to address those challenges. Mm, thank you so much, Siabonga. Well, Mohali, quite a bit uh, for you to answer there. Okay, uh, thank you very much. Yeah, um, very interesting um, points of view coming from all over the country. Um, let me let me start off by uh, talking about what Brothers for Life uh, is doing. So, um, we, we we're trying to promote positive male norms. Um, we we also are trying to make sure that men take care of their um, health, um, you know, the and violence, you know, uh, peaceful uh, resolution to any kind of conflict. But I think most importantly that men become part of the solution. So um, the, the, there was an interesting point made by one of the callers around uh, pep, uh, uh, perpetrators of uh, gender-based violence, for example, being mostly men, and there are all kinds of reasons. And what what we have found is that most of them. Uh, would say, I'm doing it because I'm a man. Uh, And we're like, okay, hold on one second. Now, on the one hand, that talks to the uh, structural inequalities and historical things. I mean, as the the clip that I, uh, you know, we played earlier and I've outlined, suggested. And so as a campaign, then we've gone on further to say, uh, maybe we should uh, also come up with solutions that isolate those men who th- who are doing all these horrendous things in the name of men because there's really no reason why uh, you you know you should be 
you know, meeting out uh, abuse at women and children and perhaps even other people in the community in the name of being a man. So there's no justification, uh, justification for, 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 um, for that. And I think it is the same uh, sort of approach that, I, you know, as, as I was talking about earlier, that we need as, as a society to, to try and, and, and look at the problem holistically. Because as, as you are hearing from, from some of the callers, I mean, th- there's always all kinds of excuses, uh, you know, coming through, um, you, you know, instead of really dealing with what with what uh, with what the, mm. the, the real but, but, issues but, but, are. But let's deal with those excuses because um, it seems as though many men concur with that sentiment. Many men blame the women for not being able to play a meaningful role in their children's lives. And and there shouldn't be any blame game um, because uh, any blame game. Uh, means less gain in terms of resolving the problem because we keep coming back uh, to what the problem is without uh, coming up with, uh, with with solutions. And, you know, let me also talk about other, you know, things that are happening in the world of uh, working with young boys and men. Mm. Uh, you know, Songa Gender Justice, for example, uh, you know, has uh, run a series of uh, research around working with men and boys uh, and, you know, really saying, you know, in, in, in some of the um, um, results and, you know, interaction with like organizations and campaigns that, you know, equitable parenting is, you know, but one of the uh, solutions, you, you know, in, in dealing with this. Therefore, there's no need to be blaming uh, Sakina uh, and or blaming uh, or blaming Mukhale. Uh, you know, playing a, a positive uh, and active role, you know, that starting with me as an agent of change, positive agent, uh, you know, that would then influence the other person uh, next door. You, you know what I'm saying? And I, I think that uh, in as much as we seem to be uh, under this dark cloud of, 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 of violence and all these kinds of excuses, you know, the, the, our society is also replete with... Uh, uh, some positivity, you know. So, mm. so, so it's not so. So it's not all lost. I mean, so so what we need to be doing is probably also uh, promoting that which we know is is right, and you know, lifting it up so that it influences all the other people, as opposed to wallowing in in, in excuse, you know. And and I know half the time, you know, most men are like, you know, just crying foul uh, without necessarily. Uh, dealing with uh, dealing with them um, mm. with, with what the issues but are. But to the women as well, to the mothers as well. Again, by way of example of a friend who is divorced, and um, there was some milestone event in the child's life, and I actually pleaded with her to invite the father. And my advice to her was that it doesn't matter whether he comes or not, but it's important that you make it clear that he is welcome to this milestone event in his child's life and make him feel welcome, not for you, not for him, but for your child. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, there'll be all kinds of different circumstances around, you know, individuals and and, and couples. I think, you know, the recognition that uh, this is about the child is um, critically important. Uh, and, And therefore... For, for me, I think it would inform, you know, the next steps. Uh, 
parenting is no easy fit, even with present parents mm. uh, in the same household. Totally. Uh, you know, then it's a different ball game when you, you know there's there's absence. But 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 you know the biggest uh, default there is the absence of emotional maintenance, I, even when both parents are, are are present. And I'm sure there's there's a whole lot more other experts who can talk about that. You know, from even present, uh, let alone absent uh, parents. So I, I think that you know that should really inform us in terms of you, you know where we go with uh, with uh, with this whole thing and. You know, building uh, strong relationships with uh, with, uh, with with um, with the children. You know, be the, and I agree with the previous caller, the, the, the lawyer. You know, it's both uh, boys and girls. Uh, you know, so none of what we are doing should be at the expense of the other, uh, because what we do for the girl child should inadvertently help the boy child, and vice versa. Mm. And let me read a few messages here from our Facebook page. Uh, Mohammed Karoma says, as a lawyer, I have witnessed fathers being granted what is commonly called custody over their children. So the law does not prevent any responsible father from having custody or contact with their children. Uh, Spamandam Tembu says, not at all. Yes, a lot has been done to uplift women, but the man still dominates, especially in industry. And then uh, Van Pande Tabo says, uh, they cannot manage a big budget and the schooling does cost a lot of money. So, okay, so what does that mean? What does that mean? It, it, it um, brings me to a, a tweet that I just saw that I also meant to pick up on uh, uh, by Moketa, who says women are now taught to be independent, uh, so much so that their goals are to be single parents. I'm not sure about that. I don't know who sets out. Uh, well, well, now that I think a little bit more about it, yeah, maybe there are those people who choose that particular option. But even then, they must be clear about what's going to happen in the long run. But uh, I, th- I think for most women, and uh, okay, let me speak for myself, not for most women, uh, that you don't necessarily, I wouldn't set out to have a child to be a single parent. But uh, let's hear from the mothers as well. Where are the mothers? Only uh, the men calling in this morning. And uh, we know given our context, that there are a lot of single mothers who are raising male children. Um, From the SMS line, this one says, Good morning, Sakina. A great topic as a Muslim parent. um, uh, uh, But then I've lost it there. Okay, we'll come back to it. This one says, um, How did the men's son uh, get bail for the murder? Um, Well, I don't know the details of that. That's obviously in the criminal justice system, somehow they determine these things. Another one says, uh, parents have been raising children for thousands of years. Are we suddenly missing something? And uh, this one says, what about this uh, promotion at all malls, um, areas in vaping and e-cigarettes and twist? These things easily lead children to drug use and they are openly marketed as fashionable and socially acceptable, especially amongst our young boys. What are the regulations around this. Jack and Alberton says, what I also see um, with absent fathers is that the guys move on and marry and the new wives do not want the guy's kids and the weak guys 
just oblige. Stanley says the law favors women most, a waste of money and time going to court. Well, according to the lawyers, apparently not, Stanley. Uh, So if you want to be in your child's life, I guess there is a way. You just have to be willing, um, you know, to put in the work and do the grind and you will get there. Let's hear from Rex in Germiston. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to your listeners as well. Welcome, Rex. Sakina, yes, I am a life witness of some of the things, uh, against some of the things you said. Uh, let me start with one of the things I need to refute what you said. When some of, one of the guests called in and said, um, I think woman has to take a blame. To the best of my knowledge, there is no woman that doesn't know when she is likely to fall pregnant. So when you are likely to fall pregnant and you did not indicate to the man that I'm likely to fall pregnant at this and this time, and you keep quiet and fall pregnant. Did you hear me Let's... drop the pen right there, Rex? Yes. You, you, you are not serious. You cannot I am serious. be serious. I am, I am serious. Most you, women. as a man, you have equal responsibility to prevent the pregnancy if you don't want to have a child. Why well, can't, why well, can't you use a condom or do something else if you don't want well, to ha- have a pregnant? Let's, let's, let's look at it this way. If we are not using the condom and the woman knows very well when she's likely to fall pregnant, she kept quiet and fell pregnant just because she wanted the child. I'm a live witness that I was in a relationship where the woman never wanted to get married and I wanted to get married. From 2008, I begged this woman to marry me up to 2011. She refused. And we had a child together and the parenting became a problem because this child will come this way. I will give strict instructions. Don't do this. Don't do that. Come in by 6 o'clock. You don't need to be outside. When this child goes back there, those rules are let loose. The child will play up to 9 o'clock without coming into the house. The woman deliberately up to now is not married and said she doesn't want to get married. She has three kids, all from three different fathers. Okay. We hear you, Rex. Spusiso um, in Peter Maritzburg. Good morning. Morning, Sakina and your guest. Welcome. Uh, this is a... Yes, this is a very touchy um, issue you are talking about this morning. Um, my take is we can blame everything around us uh, from community level to family level, but I seriously believe that it lies within one's um, reasoning and responsibility. Uh, I can be raised... Hello, Sakina? We are listening. Okay. I can be raised by either a single parent or a fully a full family, but uh, so many things can happen that can influence my thinking. But on the same token, as I grow up, it will lie within me to make the right decisions. Uh, I can be exposed to every wrong thing out there, but there still is good. That is out there that I can learn from, that I can choose to pick, so that I become a better person in life. We can blame mothers, fathers, whatever the case is, as I say, but... Uh, truth is, we are equally capacitated uh, to make those decisions and take the right moves in life. So, uh, as boys, I also grew up, I had a grief with my father because of my reasons with him. But then, at some point, I made a decision that, look, uh, I, I can't live like this. I must change my ways and try to, to do better than how I, I, I grew up. So, with my children, I'm going to do my best and at least try and capacitate them to make their own good decisions based on what we see out here. All That's right. what I think. Thank you so much for your input there, Spusiso. Anonymous is in Soweto. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. 
No, then it seems like most of the people have said what I wanted to say. Eh? The only people who can be blamed, we should be blaming the society as a whole. Eh? Because what I want to say is this. If you look at a poor child, when they do something which is wrong, we say, let's say, for example, when someone, a boy, is beating an older person, we give them name, we call them, uh, what do you call the pentens and all those. Then when an older man, uh, dating young girls, we call them the blessers, we say all those names. We, uh, we are promoting as if it's, it's a good thing that we take which is wrong. I'm blaming the society as well as the media because it's the media which promotes those things. That's why we know we may be starting from somewhere and then it's all over. They get and be known and taken as something good is appreciated. That's why we give it those names. You see? So we are all thinking this. Okay. Thank you so much. Anonymous in Soweto. Mohali? Well, I, I think that uh, both men and women are trapped by. Uh, the social and cultural conventions that seem to suggest that women must be subservient. And as a result of that, I think we need to be freed from most of the constraints uh, in our social conditioning and uh, perhaps uh, most importantly work towards a freer and less you know, conflictual and dangerous relationship uh, between men and women. So I, I think for me, uh, that that is really uh, important uh, to to note as as we as we're going forward. Well, uh, thank you so much. How now? Kalala is writing. Uh, sends me a tweet. Says I'm very disappointed. Uh, you dropped my call. Is it because uh, this is is this not a national radio anymore? But didn't we hear Kalala out? We heard Kalala out. I think. No, Kalala, don't take it personally. It isn't. We heard you. We addressed it, uh, but uh, thanks so much all the same. Uh, Conscious B says, uh, we are failing to comprehend the environmental context of uh, the white supremacy system, the destruction of black males. Well, I think I've alluded to some of the structural inequalities, some of the structural issues, and, and I think we have also mentioned that you know, in order for us to move forward, there are historical factors that are informing uh, where we are as as, as a society. You, you know, but the most important thing is to really think about how we lift ourselves out of those historical, uh, 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 you know, uh, challenges. Because if we dwell more on, you know, what has been historically challenging, we might just end up, you know, focusing a whole lot more on that. Uh, you know, rather than, you know, finding uh, solutions and ways, uh, you, you know, out of the problem. Because the, the fact of the matter is we, we're sitting on a big problem. And the mere fact that we're having this conversation today is informed by the fact that there's a huge problem there out problem. there. Uh, and, and, and this is but one of the other many steps, you know, of challenging all of us as a society now. You know, I, I would say both men and women, you know, all the NGOs, all, you know, civil society, government to really pay more more attention to this because otherwise it will be a pipe dream in the world of adversity to think that you know young people are future we our future is not it's not going to be secured it's not a foregone conclusion if we don't make an investment and and make it now 
Yeah, and uh, Eves Matombo asks, where are the women to explain themselves? I'm surprised. I'm surprised the women did not call this morning. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I, I think there are some very good uh, takeaways from the discussion. Let me just read a few more messages. This one says, are young boys at school getting the message that girls are more important because girls get so much attention and encouragement? Uh, Paul Masilo and PE says, uh, Sakina, the women denies you access to your son, uh, they go to lengths inculcating hate and disconnect uh, uh, between us and our boys, and they're using children as income as far as maintenance and uh, fear they might lose their livelihood. I can't deny some of what you are saying, and it is true, women have to shoulder part of the blame, but it is not either or. As I said, both parents need to get over themselves and do whatever is best for the child. Uh, Lawrence Itole says, Sakina, more attention is given to the girls. Attention must be given to both boys and girls. Uh, this one says, uh, you simplify the issue of access. I saw my boy once and uh, 20,000 rand later, his mother has her conditions for access and like I must come back to her and be family uh, and so on and so forth. But I don't know, like the attorney said, you know, the law is clear on this matter. You go and they can't deny you access to your child. That mother can't just simply decide to deny you access. And to the mothers, stop this nonsense. Allow the children's fathers to be a part of their lives. It's the right thing to do, and it's in the best interest of not only your child, but for you as well. Mokhale? Thank you very much for having me, and hope we continue the conversation. Indeed, we have to, because clearly this society is made up of people that we are raising. So often we hear people saying, yeah, but look at these children. And I always remind them, we are the people raising these children. This is a direct reflection of us and what we are doing. With that said, thank you so much, everybody, for your participation this morning. And uh, you have a fantastic weekend. It's nine o'clock and time for the latest news with Nomsa Amdluli.